Hey guys, this is Colin, your host. If you are familiar with our Free Terrible Gamers podcast, we are now doing two terrible sports analysts with me and Ashton. Go ahead, Ashton. How you guys doing? All right, let's get started. So, what got us? What got you into sports? Well, what got me into sports was my dad for just college football. He watched West Virginia. Obviously, that's where we're from, if you guys don't know that. Um, but he loves that team. So I grew up, we all grew up, loving West Virginia football team. Even if they sucked, we loved them. And also, you and your dad, you you know, you guys were always big in the sports. And you and your dad got me into basketball. And that's my favorite sport of all time. And without you and your dad, I wouldn't be in the basketball like I am. I hear you on that one. Yeah, I, well, I pretty much started out as a, I, I don't guess necessarily an unwilling participant in T-ball, but <laughs> I mean, and then granted, you know, I gave up baseball at the great old age of, well, not age, but sixth grade. I just didn't, you know, just didn't feel it anymore. After a little league, I just didn't really want to travel all the way around. It was different going to play at the same field every single time. So, you know, that's whenever I technically started playing sports. But as far as like actually enjoying them goes, it's it was probably about right around the same time of basketball and everything else. And well, actually, I think the first sport I played was, I mean, minus baseball. I don't count baseball, but yeah, nobody does. <laughs> but uh, first one I actually played was football, and that's whenever I was eight years old. And I mean, that's just because football season came before basketball season. Yeah. So when I started playing actual, I'm not going to say actual sports because it is a sport. That's like saying cheerleading is not a sport. But yeah. It's, uh, yeah. I got into football, played football up until senior year, and I gave it up for cross country at that point. But what has got, what got me into it was just being a competitive person in general. My whole entire thing is try to outdo the person next to you. That's right. my mentality on most things still to the day. So just mainly a competitive mentality has kept me into it. And shoot, if I if I could have gone pro, I would have gone pro. Me too. Making more money I am now, I'll tell you that. Well, but I'm six foot and way too much, so that's not happening. <laughs> well, I'm too short, so <laughs> I'm only five nine. Oh well. I kind of covered the next one a little bit, but what all sports did we did you play? Well, but you know most of them. Well, all of them really. I played uh, football. You're, you're talking to the audience. Yeah, I know. But I played football for four years. Um, first year was with Colin. We was on the same team, and we was playing C team for Clay Elementary School, and we won the Super Bowl that year. Mm -hmm. And then I got away from football after that year and got into motocross, racing dirt bike. And I've done that for four years. And I love that. It was so much fun. It's definitely hard on your body, but <laughs> <laughs> it, it was fun. 
but it just got too expensive. So I got back into football um, a few years later and 2011 and my seventh grade year, we won the championship again for Clay Middle School. <laughs> so, so not to brag or anything, but I just think that's a little coincidence that the teams I'm on, we win championships. On, but <laughs> No, I'm just joking. I suck. But, uh, yeah, I played football for four years, basketball for six years, and motocross for four years. Yeah, I'll never forget that time for squished you in practice. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I about died. <laughs> Coach Ware's like, do a chop block on Fluffy. I'm like, are you serious? Like, he weighs 100 pounds more than I do. He's like, do it. I said, okay. And I chop blocked him, and then Fluffy's like, Ashton, are you dead? <laughs> I said, no, I'm all right. Oh, shoot. Yeah, I'll, I'll look at that one. Yeah, going back into it, yeah, I remember winning the championship of Ashton, well, Super Bowl with Ashton and the C team, then I continued, like I said, to play and kept on playing, which, I mean, I love how this is, this, our first podcast, we may be analysts, but, you know, we're just going with fun backstories on this one, kind of like we did on the first few episodes of the Free Terrible Gamers. Yeah, I like the backstories and the flashbacks. But the sports that I played was obviously T-ball, played it through and, you know, played all the way up until the last year of Little League, and I didn't ever play again. Football started, like I said, eight years old, went through and won the championship NC team next year, which we what usually how the football rules go is, you know, the oldest group are usually the starters. So B team yeah. went to, I believe, the Super Bowl again. But we lost, but none of us were starters. Second year of B team, because there's only two years, we went to the championship. Well, Super Bowl won again. A team won it again. <laughs> <laughs> middle school, first year of middle school. Yeah, because A team would have been sixth grade, technically. And then middle yeah. school football, our first year there, my seventh grade year, because Ashton's one grade behind me. Yeah. Was well, one grade behind me because I, well, we both graduated a long time ago. <laughs> We're old. We're both old. But uh, so first year of middle school, we went to the championship again. Lost like we did on B team. Same group of people that was in front of us was the same group of people that wound up losing again. <laughs> Which, of course, at that point, I think we had a couple of seventh grade starters, but not enough to really make a huge difference on the team. Yeah. And then, as Ashton said, my eighth grade year, his seventh grade year, we went through and we won it one more time, which going back to sixth grade, we actually had a world record for the longest, well, for, I guess, a couple times because we actually had the most overtimes ever completed by any football team. I remember that. Because we played 11 overtimes against Summersville. Yep. It was wound up being 68 to 66 was the final score. That's a long game. It was a long game. I, if I'm not mistaken, the average game, well, it was eight-minute quarters. So initially it was 32 minutes was your technical game time. But obviously you know how, you know, if you're listening to it and you're interested in sports, obviously you know that game time is, you know, different than the actual time that it takes to, for the game to complete. But usually a game didn't last no more than an hour, counting a half time and everything else. It was usually about an hour total. 
And this game lasted four and a half hours. That's rough. You're pushing in the past NFL time at that point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> With all the air breaks and challenges and everything else. But yeah, so that was, and then went into high school after we won that championship, which of course I was the freshman year. We went to the playoffs against Wayne County, which. I believe we went to the playoffs with either an even record or just under 500. And, I mean, we just lucked out. We had the right teams to lose, and that's how we got in. And if I'm not mistaken, I think we lost to Wayne County High School. Like 60, 60 – I know it was Wayne County. I just can't think of the score. But oh, it I was – uh, I think it was 62 to 6. <laughs> wow. <laughs> They lost tremendous, which they was the number. I mean, we was the 16 seed and they was the one seed. So, I mean, it was kind of a expected thing. Yeah. Especially in high school football. It's not like, well, I mean, still even in the NCAA brackets, you still don't like for obviously football and basketball is two completely different sports. But even with those ones, you don't see a one seed ever get beat by a 16 seed. Yeah. And it definitely didn't happen that year either. And then we just kind of piddled around and our team tried to rebuild because, I mean, we had like tremendous seniors that year. And like I said, senior year, I wound up not playing because I decided to do cross country instead. Uh, and then, so that's my short lived cross country career was one year of high school. But basketball, basketball was a whole different ball game. Played basketball from the time I was eight until I was a sophomore. Well, I guess technically in the freshman season because I told Gibson to screw off. Yeah. Because I got tired and I just wanted to lift for football and try to make myself better on that because, like I said, we was a playoff contending team. So I was like, okay, we can definitely get better next year, which wound up being not happening. Yeah. <laughs> we went back to normal Clay County ways when it came to football, which I believe they're doing good now. It's just – it's it's finally a good coaching program, I believe so, which nothing against Coach Ware because he followed us from middle school to high school because he knew he, he had something. But yeah. I think finally they've got the right kids and they've had the – not the academics, but the pursuant of it long enough now that they're actually finally decent because I think the last time they was decent up until that point was 2001. Yeah. Nothing against Coach Ware, but I think he was a great coach, but I just think – his hands were tied. He could only do so much that they allowed him to do. Yeah, especially not being a high school teacher. When, yeah, like I said, I believe it's all high school teachers are the coaches now. So it's a world of a difference of what you're allowed to, and you know, it's different whenever you got to work all day and deal with middle schoolers. When you go up to, you know, people, it's that much more mature. Yeah. But, like I said, it's not. Or say, and it, it is, and it was the reality of what happened. But basketball, I basically told my coach, yeah, I don't want to play for you and everything else. So he was like, okay, you just won't make the team ever again. I was like, okay. So I skipped out sophomore year, and then I realized how much I missed basketball. <laughs> Went back <laughs> to the year, tried out, and I made the team. Went and confronted the coach about it. I was like, hey, I thought you said I know. Well, I needed you for rebounding. <laughs> Still. Never played a single minute of our city basketball, though. But yet, I still had an opportunity to walk on at a college in the state of West Virginia. Glenville, wasn't it? 
Old Glenville State College, yes. I reached out to them, and they was willing to let me go be a walk-on. And then, like I said, baseball was baseball, so that's my whole entire sporting situation. Well, I did kind of lie to the listeners. Sorry about that. I did play some baseball, but like you said, it's not really a sport, so I don't really count that. <laughs> I played uh, two years T-ball and one uh, minor league, one year of minor league. I didn't say that it wasn't a sport. I'm just saying I didn't count it as a sport personally. Personally, I don't. It is a sport, I guess, but yeah. Um, just like I don't want to rally my fellow cross-country runners, but, I mean, only thing you're – I mean, you're running a lot more in baseball. I mean, yeah, you run from base to base, but really that's pretty much the gist of it. And I can say that because I was the best 0-2 hitter there was my last year of Little League. I had like a .802 batting average when I had two strikes on me. So, I mean, I, I can say it's not that hard to hit a ball. <laughs> yeah. But like I said, the hitting it was not really a hard, you know, hitting it wasn't really that hard and running the base wasn't really that hard. Granted, I never did hit any home runs in my baseball career. Me either. Still ever got was a triple. I just never had to crack it over the fence like everybody else, it seemed like. But let's go with our favorite sports teams. All right, my favorite sports team. I have two of them for different uh, categories, I guess. My all-time favorite sports team, I mentioned it before, West Virginia football. It's just because I'm from West Virginia. They suck, but I still love them. Just you're in West Virginia. You're born and raised in West Virginia. The hype for West Virginia football is everywhere. You can't miss it. Everybody's hyped up for West Virginia football because we don't have any professional teams here. So that's all we got, and everybody loves it. Everyone, everyone except for the herd fans. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Marshall thundering turds. <laughs> Which it's funny because our their closest rival isn't even in the same state. It used to be Pittsburgh, which I guess technically they're not even yeah. really rivals anymore, just because they're not even in the same conference. No, uh, are they still in the Big East? Pitt? West Virginia or Pitt? Pitt. I, I don't even think the Big East exists anywhere outside of basketball. Oh, really? Well, the Big East still exists, but I, if I'm not mistaken, I think they went to the ACC. Maybe. Maybe. And uh, if we're talking classic team, or I, I picked the 2012-2013 Miami Heat with Ray Allen, LeBron James, Dwayne Wade, just those three. Forget Chris Ball, she's junk. But those three, <laughs> my Top five favorite players, three of them are right there. They're, that was just a great team. They won a championship. Ray Allen saved the Heat, and yet he's not in the all-time – or the uh, – yeah, the all-time Heat team on 2K for some reason. This isn't a game of podcast. Yeah, which, I mean, I guess we could technically use that as a topic on there. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But, yeah, 2012-2013, great roster. So, for me, I – I guess I can somewhat agree with Ashton on the college thing just because, you know, born and raised in West Virginia. Granted, down here I can either choose being a Gamecock or being a uh, Tiger, which, I mean, both actually is the exact opposite of West Virginia. They actually have good teams every single year. Yeah, I think it's more West Virginia, the coaching staff. Oh, yeah, but 
it's whether I want to be a title chaser or not, which I don't really tend to do. Yeah. I mean, shoot, I was an Eagles fan for 14 years before they finally won a Super Bowl. So, I mean, I don't leave teams once I choose them. Yeah. So, in saying that, I don't guess I can technically say I'll ever lose West Virginia as a team, but I definitely don't follow them near as close as what I used to. It's but, hard to follow them when they suck. It's not really that, but they just don't – they're too far away to – pick up on a news source down here <laughs> yeah that's true unless they're playing against like i said clemson or south carolina but as far as professional team goes obviously i'm going to have to go with as i mentioned in the gaming podcast if you guys still haven't went over and checked it out yet is uh any team that pretty much had green in it growing up so i'm in a Hardcore Eagles fan, hence being one for so long. A Boston Celtics fan. So going on with that, Ashton said, if we're going on classic teams, I would have to say the 07-08 Boston Celtics with Kevin right. Garnett, Ray Allen, and Paul Pierce. Those the three. common factor there is Ray Allen. The common factor is definitely Ray Allen, which that was another championship team. Granted, yeah, that was roughly around the – First, second year that I was playing basketball. So, but like I said, my whole entire schematics of growing up was green tint. Still my favorite color. But, you know, since they won their championship in 08, I haven't gave up on the Celtics to win again. I was kind of hoping they would have won it last year. I was hoping they would too, but they, they shut down in the finals. They just they shut down. But Which is still a young team, you know, not a lot of experience yeah. in the playoffs. So they might. Step it up. They definitely was outnumbered because if I'm not mistaken, I don't. I, they may have one player that had playoff experience. Um, on the whole entire I roster. Mean, well, that same well, core made experience. it to the Eastern finals. Conference Finals. Finals. That's what I meant. Finals, not not yeah, just finals. They had yeah. no one, none, if not one person that had any finals experience. I can't think of any. And what do we, the team that they played, who who did they play against again? Was it the Warriors? I believe it was the Warriors, yeah. So we literally had. unfair. Yeah, pretty much their whole entire starting five have been to the finals eight times. I'm I'm just throwing out a number. It's probably more like four or five. Um, I think it was, this made seven out of, nine seasons, something like that. Yeah. So, I mean, they definitely had a lot more finals things that, and I mean, <laughs> it's just thing, but it's always funny talking to people. There was like, oh, you're an Eagles fan. When did you start watching the Eagles? Ever since Tom Brady beat him the first time, but I promise you, I, I, I liked them ever since then. <laughs> <laughs> a long time ago. So that was in 2004 when Brady had, you know, wanted to rule against them that year. Mm-hmm. Like I said, it was 2018 when they finally won against Tom Brady again. Well, I'm not saying again because, like I said, they didn't win the first time, but it was that's whenever they played against him the second time. Different whole entire team. I don't think there was a single person on the Eagles roster <laughs> that was the same back in 2004. I don't think so. Because they had all retired or they had all uh, left at that point. And obviously Brady is still praying today. 
That guy is like an amazing quarterback. I don't care what anyone says about him. I respect the dude for his quarterback skills. Oh, yeah. Even if we did a couple footballs, that still don't make that big of a difference on that many titles. No. No. All right. Uh, Favorite player in any sport? Favorite player in any sport? I was assuming on this category it would be current, so that's what I chose. Uh, I so my favorite player in any sport today is in NBA is LeBron James. Uh, I've not I've not always liked LeBron James. You that can is true. ask Colin. I used to hate him, <laughs> but uh, over the years I've realized, and he's proved himself to me, and now he's my favorite current player. You can say what you want about LeBron. And this guy's a multi-billionaire, if not billionaire, but he's proved himself to Ashton finally. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You can say what you want about LeBron, but you you can't argue he's one of the greatest to ever play the game. That's why I picked him for NBA. Um, And we was talking about him just a few minutes ago. For NFL, it's Tom Brady. Like, you can say what you want about the guy, but seven rings is seven rings. I think he's the greatest quarterback of all time, over Peyton Manning, over whoever you, else you want to say. I just think he's the GOAT. So he's my favorite current player for the NFL. That definitely tells our generation just because we're used to Peyton Manning being considered a good quarterback when anyone before our time will definitely say Joe Montana. Yeah, or Dan I, Mar- see, I, I thought about him too, but you know, more people say Peyton Manning over Joe Montana. Nowadays, because I mean, it might just be the generation, but yeah, I think it is mainly the generation. But for me, I I mean, if I was choosing a pass player, I would say Montana over top of Manning just because uh, I was a Jerry Rice fan. That was my role model. So for me, it was that. But since you took Tom Brady for the NFL, I am going to say Nick Foles just because he's the one at stomped the Eagles to their championship over top of Tom Brady. Oh, Nick Foles. I mean, he was a clutch. I mean, still is a clutch player. Granted, he don't get that many times to prove himself now, and he's not even with the Eagles. I believe he went to the Bears. Yeah, I'm not sure where he's at now. But, like I said, since you chose Tom Brady, and we're not doing like we're done with the gaming podcast on the Sega thing. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to say that. As far as basketball goes, current player, Ashton said LeBron. I am going to say Jason Tatum, another small forward. Uh, he has potential. He's a good player. He He's has potential. He is a good player. One of the ones that shut down. But, like you said, he doesn't have any finals experience. So now he does. So he knows he can look back, look at film, where he went wrong, and just improve one. That and I can He'll be respect. back next year. That and I can respect the guy for it because that would be literally like you and me going in there and doing that because he's our age. Yeah, exactly. And him, the talent he has at our age is crazy. It's He's got a lot of talent. Man, don't sleep on him. He'll be in given three to four years, I'd say, and you'll be talking more about him. Oh, yeah, he's definitely not in his prime yet. No. And, I mean, granted, yeah, the guy's obviously a lot better at basketball than what we are, but he's just not, you know, he's not, he don't have a, you know, career-long prime like Jordan LeBron had. Right. 
Yeah. They came into the league dominating. Not everybody does that. Some people warm up to it. Exactly, and I think he's definitely going to be a whole entire primetime thing. But once he hits his prime and stays in his prime, if he's still with Boston, I don't see the reason why Boston won't win three or four more championships with him. No, there's no excuse why they shouldn't as long as they put good role players around him. Oh, yeah, definitely. And since it's not – we don't really enjoy baseball, I won't go and mention – well, I don't really even have any current baseball players in mine in the first place just because all my favorite ones were with the Phillies team back in 2008 when they won the championship. (laughs) Yeah, they can tell what sports we really – care about in this podcast we'll cover other sports too it's just right now this is our we're introducing ourselves it's our favorite so we're saying our favorites our yeah. favorite leagues so. as far as analytics go i don't care to cover any sport shoot i'll cover cheerleading if i have to yeah i mean if there's some good news or something about cheerleading sure although it won't be that hard it's uca ucla won another championship ucla won another championship <laughs> yeah that's pretty much the only thing you see is UCLA winning it all. Them or LSU. Yep. So, I mean, that won't be that hard to cover. No. Do that in less than five minutes. Favorite player growing up? Favorite player growing up? Uh, Ray Allen, NBA. Uh, I When I got into basketball, you liked the Celtics, and I liked the Bulls. So I was a big Derrick Rose fan. Still love Derrick Rose. But you were close to the Celtics, so I seen Ray Allen. I seen the way he shoot the ball. So I, I loved watching Ray Allen. That became my favorite player. He's my favorite player of all time, Ray Allen. And I kind of crafted my the way I play around him. I'm more of a shooter than a slasher. And Colin can attest to that. I was actually going to brag on you if you didn't brag on yourself right there. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'm kind of washed now, but – and um, I'm not going to say an NFL player. Um, actually, it's going to be a past NCAA player for West Virginia football, Tavon Austin. He's, he kind of fell off now. He's not really that good, but in college, that – dude, he was a great receiver, and he could run the ball too. He was just one of the best that West Virginia football has ever seen, and I love to watch him play. Anymore. Um, he is. He's just hurt. He's on the uh, I believe the Buffalo Bills. Gotcha. And really, he don't even do receiving anymore. He's just a kick returner. Yep, special team. Yep, because I remember his play with Stedman Bailey, which is another WVU football player, and they got drafted to the same team was the Broncos, and right. they had a famous return at that point. But like I said, other than that, they really haven't done much with their careers. But it's kind of hard to do that as a kick returner. Yeah. But Tavon Austin, he's one of the best West Virginians I've ever seen. And at that time, I was my dad got a lot of tickets to WVU from the job he was working at at that time. So I went and watched him in person a lot of times, and it was just awesome. He was my favorite player. I had his authentic jersey and everything. I loved watching him play. I remember seeing that jersey a couple times. Yeah. I don't know where it's at now. But probably when you can. Hey, maybe. I haven't. I've lost a lot of weight, so maybe. I don't know. My favorite player growing up was, uh, ironically enough, talked about him quite a bit on this podcast, was Tom Brady. Yeah. Because, I mean, he started in the NFL the year we was born. 
So, I mean, obviously, he's been quarterback since then. He's still playing. Long so, time ago. Long time ago. So, like I said, grew up watching him, still watching him to the day because, I mean, yeah, he came out of retirement. But, you know, growing up, I was always a tight end playing football. So, to me, like I said, Tom Brady, just always watched him play. Even though I was an Eagles fan, watched him beat the Eagles a couple times, I still just enjoyed the guy. So, I, you know, growing up, I was like, oh, okay, it would be nice if this guy could throw to me and, you know, whatever, which obviously never is going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, football – well, no, basketball-related – I'd say my favorite player growing up would have been uh, – I'll say Paul Pierce. Just because he could shoot a little bit. He could slash a little bit. So he was kind of a all all-round player. Actually, I think going back to gaming a little bit, I believe if you look him up on 2K, he is an all-round two-way player shooter guard or something weird like that some weird build that you can't actually make by yourself yeah and so, he's I mean, another small forward we've talked a lot about small forward yeah which i mean like i said that's he was basically an all-around player he could play defense he could you know shoot when he needed to he was what mr clutch if i'm not mistaken he was the truth Shaq the truth. yeah, yeah. I, I can't believe i just got that butchered a little bit <laughs> But, yeah, I mean, like I said, he was just a great all-around player. So, I mean, I kind of – I'm not going to say I completely resemble my game around him just because mine is like a weird discombobulation of a bunch of athletes in basketball. Yeah. My fadeaway is definitely a Dirk Nowitzki fadeaway. Oh, yeah. Because uh, I watched a bunch of sports science growing up since I'm a nerd. And uh, I've just resembled and done all the math on that because, uh, as uh, mentioned before on the gaming podcast, Dylan Hokum blocked my fadeaway one time, so I had to change my fadeaway. That way, he didn't block me anymore. Nobody can block that fadeaway. <laughs> no, and no one can block that fadeaway. And that's, like I said, on that Sports Science episode I was watching – And, I mean, obviously the guy's seven foot tall. He's a lot taller than what I am, which, I mean, Dylan's not – Dylan's my height. But uh, they was said if if you was to do it the way he was to do it and you would just resemble your height, but at his height, someone would have to be 10 feet tall and still jump whenever he's fading backwards to block him. Wow. So in my theory, somebody – and using the same map they was using would have to be – eight feet and a half feet tall to block my shot and jump at the same time to block mine. Yeah. yeah. So it's a foot and a half difference from a foot in height, but it's just how the math worked out on that one. So roughly about eight and a half feet tall and you have to jump same time I did to block my fadeaway. But as far as slashing and stuff goes, as you mentioned before, growing up playing against dad is really my only opponent until Ashton started, you know, not really playing more, but coming over more once we got older. Yeah. And, but at that point, we still locked each other up so much we could never shoot. We'd always have to back each other down and pretty much shoot laps or just run out and pretty much do a fadeaway at the free, free point line. It's yeah. our court. And doing that, though, that playing against each other like that, that helped both of us 
slash. So I did learn my slashing and, you know, doing a little spin on the ball on the backboard to help it go in and stuff. We learned that together playing against each other. Oh, yeah, definitely. And like I said, we definitely kept out each other's game a lot. And that's why anytime we play against each other, we usually just call it a draw just because it's usually we're playing the 10 and we were always at like 40 before we're just like we're giving up. Yeah, it's a win by two, so we hardly ever finish a game. I'm just like, okay, we're just we're just going to draw this time. Yeah. But I believe that is all the time we have for today. It is. And we got through, as usual. We didn't cover the final topic. Yeah, that's a consistent thing on our gaming podcast. So... So you guys can hop over and listen to that now since you're done listening to us if you already hadn't dipped out by now. But if you stay to the end, and we appreciate it. We do. We will see you guys next time. See you later.